Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. I'm Livy, obviously. I just want to let you guys know how fucking committed I am to this podcast right now. I live in Chicago and apparently they're not turning on my air until June 1st. Well, I'm fucking sweating and I'm actually drenched with sweat. I wanted to record last night, but I had just put on self-tanner and I was planning to record and everything. And then I realized if I record right now, my entire self-tanner is going to sweat and drip off of my body. And the last thing I need is a fucking streaky tan to ruin my Friday. Honestly, I just don't need it. But that's just a little introduction of my day, what I'm doing, and now I'm ready to give you guys a good fucking episode. Today, we are going to be talking about something that means the entire world to me, actually. Confidence. So, whew, where do I start? A little backstory on my confidence journey. January of 2019... I had just got out of a really toxic relationship after he cheated on me. That is not important, but yeah, he fucking cheated. They all cheat, ladies, so do what you want with that information, but know that they all cheat. I'm not saying to cheat on them first, but I'm saying that they all cheat. Anyways, I got out of that really bad relationship. As you can see, it clearly has some trauma on me if I'm telling you guys to go and cheat. I don't stand by that. Don't go and cheat. Leaving that relationship... I made a list of everything I wanted to change about myself because it was about time that I started to love myself. I didn't love myself at all. So my list consisted of things like this. My weight. My weight was a big thing, if you know what I'm saying. I was fat as fuck. There is no sugarcoating it. I was pretty big and I wanted to lose a lot of weight. My hair. Okay, this Oh my fucking God. I've had so much bad hair experience. It's not even funny. I got tape and extensions and yes, I went the ghetto way to do it because I wasn't working as much as I'm working now. I mean, I had money, but I don't know. I was fucking cheap and I went a little ghetto. These tape and extensions, they look shitty. You could see my tracks. Everybody was like, I can see your tracks. I got 20 inches. <laughs> no, I think I got 20 four inches because she talked me into it mind you my hair was at my shoulders before the tapins so then when i put 24 inches of hair into my head it was down to my fucking hip i looked like an idiot but i was still a badass bitch but i really did look stupid having that long of hair extensions when i had genuinely no hair before that she would move these hair extensions up in my hair and every time she did it, I, I swear to you, I would feel the hair pulling out of my head. And I was like, something doesn't seem right. There's just something isn't feeling good about this. I had a hair appointment the next day with like my old hair lady who was actually a god. I love her. She does the best hair. I needed to take out these tape and extensions because I knew she was going to be pissed because of how shitty they were. And she had already seen them before. And she was like, these are so fucking shitty. And I told her I'd never go back. And I went back so... I had to get them out quick. I took out these taping extensions. I was fucking bald. There was nothing... There was no hair. My hair was so thin. I had completely damaged every single part of my hair. I'm not gonna lie. I have never wanted to die more in my life than I did after seeing how fucking bald I was. I'll post a picture to Midday Matcha's Instagram because the way my hair looked after this was actually heartbreaking. Thankfully, my hair lady came in, saved the day, gave me that iconic blonde look. I know that sounds so superficial, but guess what? I'm fucking superficial. I care what my hair looks like. I care what my body looks like. I care what I look like. And 
when you see this hair, you'll understand why I felt like that. I genuinely would have went to jail that moment for manslaughter for fucking killing the lady who did my tape and extensions because I was so pissed off. That was a little tangent, a little, went a little off on what the main purpose of this is, but this was a part of my list of things I wanted to change. So once I got that hair, I felt like a brand new bitch. Okay, another thing, tanning. That sounds crazy to be like, a tan makes me feel good, makes me feel confident. Bitch, go get a tan and tell me how you feel. My life is better when I'm tan. I'm happier. My grades are better. I flourish. I just, I'm a better person. My vibrations, everything is better when I'm tan. I look skinnier. I'm not saying being skinny is everything, but if you know, you know, it is. Tanning was very important to me. I need to get that fucking tan on. Get that little glow. That fucking fake and bake glow. Another thing. My friends. So both times that I've been in a toxic relationship. Yeah, I've been in two. My friendships have gone so downhill for so many reasons. One of them being my friends hate the fucking straight up loser I'm dating. And I'm so preoccupied with this relationship that nothing else I can't even care about anything else because I'm spending all day, every day fighting with these fucking losers. Ladies, it's not worth it. Leave him if you're spending all day, every day fighting. The next thing on my list was involving myself in my comedy more. I'm super fucking lucky to be this age and have a passion and something that makes me want to get up every day. And I want to spend the rest of my life doing this. The second that I started comedy, I knew I wanted to do it for the rest of my life. And it brings me the most joy. So yes, I was going to all my comedy classes that I always do. But was I really there? Was I really involving myself? No, because I was so preoccupied on getting back to him. And because we were fighting. And then when I left before class, we were fighting. I hated every single thing about being in those toxic relationships. I looked like a depressed ass bitch because I was a depressed ass bitch. My eyes were swollen. I was stress eating through that entire relationship. Any food around me wasn't safe. I was on the scale of being obese. My BMI was screaming at me to calm the fuck down. So when I wrote down every single thing I wanted to change, I made another list of how I was going to change these things. Comedy. I was going to be doing more. I was going to write every day. I was going to really involve myself in these classes. My friends that I treated like fucking trash, I invested in making memories with them. My weight, I got my fat ass back in the gym started eating healthy. My hair, we already know my hair. Yeah, I stopped with the tape and extensions. I got my shit together. All these things that were gonna make me feel better about myself. I can write all these things down that I wanna change, but unless I put actions to them and I start doing the actions, that's what makes the difference. Another thing I had to do was I had to find the little things that made me happy. If you've ever been through a breakup, you know it's one of the worst feelings in the entire world. And it's really hard to even navigate and get through a breakup. And for me, I was really sad. Even during the relationship, I was really sad too. But even after the relationship, I was still sad. I decided to find the little things that make me happy through a day. So that can be as, when I tell you little, I mean really fucking little. Like iced coffee, flowers, makeup, clothes, talking to my friends, music, YouTube, those things made me happy. And if I made sure to put them in every single day, it just made me happier as a person. So after I made the list of the things I wanted to change and I added in the things that made me happy, it was time for step two. 
and which was faking it until I make it. So one really big thing for me was I was listening to really sad music and one of my really good friends was like, please stop listening to that sad fucking Drake shit if he's talking about missing his ex. Let's listen to these badass bitches talk about robbing men, getting the bag, all these things. Kidding about the robbing the men. I feel like I always have to say I'm kidding. City Girls album got me through my entire breakup. I highly recommend listening to female rappers. When you listen to people like Megan Thee Stallion, Tay Money, Queen Key, City Girls, all these independent female rappers rapping about confidence and strength and getting your money and focusing on you and telling you you're the baddest bitch ever, you start to believe it because whatever you hear is what you believe. I know I sound fucking nuts. If you're gonna listen to Drake talking about missing his ex, guess what the fuck you're gonna do? Miss your ex. But if you listen to Megan the Stallion and talk about how she's a bad fucking bitch, guess what you're gonna do? Start believing you're a bad fucking bitch Two, it's just simple logic of what you hear is what you believe. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you are the baddest bitch, period. That's going to be a hard one. That's a little weird. It's still a little weird for me, but you start to believe it. I guess it can be like those daily affirmations or whatever, but for me, it's more just like you're the baddest fucking bitch, period. (laughs) Nobody can fuck with that. You're not going to let anybody fuck with that. Be confident in yourself. Trust me, I understand that is not going to be easy. But just do it. Do it when you're alone. I'm not saying to do this in a group of friends and pull out your phone and just be like, I'm the baddest fucking bitch. Actually do it then too. Always know that you're the baddest bitch. But also be comfortable with being uncomfortable. This stuff is not going to be really comfortable and easy, but this is where you grow. You never grow inside of your comfort zone, and that's just a fact. People will always have something to say. If you're going to live your life around other people's opinions, you're never going to be happy. People will always have something to say, but you have the power to choose if you listen to it or if you just tell them to fuck off in your head. You don't even have to tell them to fuck off out loud. I personally do. And fuck what other people have to say. If it makes you happy, fuck everybody. All that matters is what makes you happy. And once you realize that and start living for only you, you'll be a way better person inside and out. Realize that you only need you. Never put your worth into another person. So if you're putting your happiness and your love, even your money into another person and relying on that person to give it back to you, once they leave, all that leaves with them. Also, anything that person is providing for you, you should be able to provide that for yourself. Whether that be happiness, whether that be love, because once you know that you got it on your own and you don't need anybody else for happiness, for love, for money, for anything, once they start treating you bad or if they're treating you bad, it'll be a lot fucking easier to cut them out of your life. There's no reason to stay with someone that doesn't make you happy. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck about how long you guys have been together. I don't give a fuck about what trauma they've helped you get through, if they've helped you get through your dead brother or your parents' divorce, or any of that stuff, if they're not making you happy, what the fuck is the point of them in your life? You should only surround yourself with the people that make you the best version of yourself. And if they no longer do that for you, at one point they might have. But if they no longer do that for you, you're only hurting yourself by keeping them in your life. A loss is not always a loss. Like I said, I wouldn't be making this episode if I didn't have that breakup. At the moment, I felt like it was a loss. I felt destroyed. And you're going to feel like that. But over time, you realize not everything you lose is a loss because I gained so much 
from losing that person. Only be with someone that's willing to love you as much as you love yourself. Self-love is so fucking important. I know you probably hear everybody preach about it, but once you're comfortable being alone, it doesn't make the fear of being alone scary. You know, you're not scared of that anymore. You're not worried about, well, I don't have this person. What am I supposed to do if I don't have this person? Who's going to be there for me when I go through this? Be there for your fucking self. You don't need anybody. It's nice to have people in your life, but once you realize you only need you, you will be so much happier. Yeah, it's lonely, but that's a way better sacrifice to pay than to be treated like shit and not feel good about yourself every day. Because I was that girl. Oh, I was completely that girl. I've been that girl twice puffy eyes, staying in the relationship when everyone's telling you to leave, letting someone talk to me a certain type of way that was just so disgusting that you should never let anybody talk to you. I've been through some shitty-ass relationships. We've all been through some shitty-ass relationships. But what really matters if you're willing to get up and leave and what is the change that you're going to make to make yourself a better person? Because at the end of the day, the only person you have is you. So once I started putting my time and my effort into just myself, I started to become so much happier. And not only that, the opportunities that came from it were just so amazing. For example, when I started putting my time and my effort more into my comedy, I got offered to do a comedy show. And I was just brought on as a writer at first. And then I ended up becoming the director, the producer, writer, and I start in it. So good things kept coming my way. Good things keep coming your way once you cut out the bad in your life. When I decided to focus on my weight, I ended up losing 50 pounds. As well as my friends. Once I started putting time and effort into them, I have some memories with my bitches that just every time I think about it, they make me smile. Those girls hold such a special place in my heart because even through the good or the bad times, they've always been there for me. But when I decided to start investing more and making memories and stuff with them, Instead of being laid up with my boyfriend on a Friday night, I was in the club, in the DJ booth with my bitches, shaking my ass, having the best time of my life, getting 1942 poured down my throat. If that doesn't sound like a good time to you, we just might have different morals and different things we like to do, but those memories that I can sit back with my girls and just be like, do you guys fucking remember that crazy shit we did? Your girls got your back like nobody else does. And if they don't, then those aren't your girls, and I really recommend you find different friends. But once you start investing your time into yourself, you just become such a better person. Once I started tanning more, obviously I became tan and I really started to love the tan bitch that I became. I'm kidding. Yeah, every single thing that I just wasn't paying attention to and I started putting that effort into, I just became such a happier me. Look, this shit is not going to be easy. I'd be completely lying if I said any of this stuff was easy. It's not easy, but it's so fucking worth it. Because to sit here and to look back and say, wow, look at who you were and look at who you became. That is a feeling that is so irreplaceable. That's a feeling that you can't get from any man, any woman, any friend, anything. That's something that you have to do for yourself. And there were days where I was like, oh my God, I need to call my ex. This is so bad. But I'm glad I didn't. That was a little ramble about my confidence. I feel like I can talk about confidence for hours, but... I truly love who I became. I'm so happy with her. There are days where I don't like her and she pisses me off, but it took me a really long time to get here, but I really needed to do this for myself. 
And I really recommend if you're going through anything or you don't feel your best or you're in a bad relationship, leave, sit down, make a list. If you feel alone, email me at middaymatcha2as at gmail.com. I'm kidding. But actually, you can. I'll be there for all of you guys. As weird as that sounds, I know what it feels like to go through something like this. I'm more than happy to give my advice. I don't sit here and talk to a fucking microphone for nothing. I'm sitting here to talk to you guys to let you know what I've been through and that you can get through it. Because if I can do it, you can do it. If anybody can do it, you can do it too. You just got to believe in yourself a little bit more. Put on some Megan the Stallion. Tell everybody to fuck off. Find a little thing that makes you happy and just start living your best life. This section of the podcast, I want to call it my midday matcha must-haves. I'm just going to be telling you guys my favorite things that I have through the week. So I'm just going to get into it and you'll understand. One thing, homemade hummus. Oh my God, so good. I live in Chicago. I think I've said that at least 50 fucking times, but whatever. Parlor pizza is so good and they have this hummus and I'm thinking it's homemade. I'm almost positive it's homemade because it doesn't taste like that Zabararo shit or whatever that fucking hummus brand is. This hummus is so good. I I don't ever want to eat hummus from the store again after the, having this homemade hummus. And I'm like, yes, I like hummus. I'm not a huge hummus person. I really only got it because my mom is like a health freak and we were ordering pizzas and french fries because that's what I wanted. And she was like, can we please get the hummus? And I was like, you don't want to get the wings too. And she was like, just put some fucking hummus in there. I was like, okay, bitch, chill. We'll get the hummus. And I ended up eating the whole thing. I still have some in my fridge and it's so fucking good. I really recommend homemade hummus as well as parlor pizza. Their burrata, be kidding me, is really, really good. Okay, do you guys know those little Starbucks coffee creamers? I'm obsessed with coffee. I love the little Starbucks coffee creamers that you get from, like, Jewel. I highly recommend the Toffee Nut Creamer. That one is my favorite. It actually makes me fucking nut. So it's a really good name that it says Toffee Nut. Okay, not kidding. It's really that good. I know I'm the most basic bitch talking about my Starbucks creamer, but I'm going to even get more basic right now by telling you guys if you live in Chicago, get Sushi-san. Obviously, none of this is sponsored or promoted by any of them, but they can definitely send me some fucking sushi because holy shit, sushi-san is so good. I'm a really big sushi person, so big. Oh my God, triggering. No, but I am. I love sushi, and I think sushi-san is some of the best sushi I've ever had. They're a little bit, they're not too pricey, but they're up there. High-end, quality grade, and it really tastes really well. So I highly recommend if you live in Chicago, just get sushi-san. Pumpkin spice seasoning. I love fall so fucking much, so I put that pumpkin spice seasoning in my coffee, and it reminds me of, like, fall coffee, and with the world being so depressing and dark these days, it really brightens some shit up for me. Okay, yeah, that was a little dark, but I mean, I'm trying to find the happiness in every single day, so to put that pumpkin spice seasoning in my coffee, it's a fucking game changer, and if you like pumpkin coffee, like I like mine from Dunkin' or even the pumpkin cold brew that I had from Starbucks this year was also really fucking good. This pumpkin spice seasoning reminds me of that, so I highly recommend to go get yourself some fucking pumpkin spice seasoning if you're into that fall shit like I am. Pre-workout. I love to work out, but I just discovered pre-workout, and yes, it has me fucking shaking, and I'm almost in a cardiac arrest every time I fucking take it. But oh my God, do I get such a good workout in. I don't know what it is. It's probably the fact that I can't really breathe. And I have to focus on keeping myself alive while I'm doing these workouts. Because my heart is racing so fast. 
that makes me go really hard in these workouts, but it just, oh my God, it's almost like crack. I've never done crack. If I had to guess what crack felt like, I feel like it would be a version of this because this shit makes me feel like I'm on fucking Pluto when I take it. I don't know. I'm on a whole different world when I take pre-workout and it gives me a really good burn and it gives me a really good sweat and it gives me a good fucking workout and that's all I care about. Taking pre-workout and going on these long ass runs or doing these intense workouts. Oh my fucking God. It makes me so happy. I love doing that. Uh, if that's unhealthy, don't message me about it because I don't really care. I'm probably going to still do it because it makes me really fucking happy. But, okay, guys, that was another episode of Midday Matcha with Livy. I'm clearly fucking Livy. Thank you guys for listening. This will be the last time I post two episodes in one week. But I'm going to be posting every single Friday. Thank you guys for listening. Also, if you have any questions, comments, statements, anything like that, email me at middaymatcha with two A's at gmail.com. I'll respond to you guys. I'll even include it in the podcast. Also, follow me on my personal Instagram, at Livy Maeve, M-A-E-V-E is how you spell Maeve. I know, a lot of people don't fucking know, so I have to clarify, but thank you guys so much for listening. I love all of you, even if I don't know you, I fucking love you, and tune in next Friday to hear me talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about next Friday, but seriously, thank you guys.